0: That was spooky. <laughs> welcome back. Thank you. You're welcome. What is new? Nothing really. Today, well, not today. I guess this week is our spooky week. It is my time of the year. Spooky. Super oh. spooky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so ready for it. We have um, a kind of a Halloweeny episode. Yeah, we wanted to do something a little on the spooky side hmm. So we're really excited. Yes. Should we tell them what we did today? Yeah. So um, <laughs> we went to a sip and pose is what it was called, but it was just drunk yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, it was supposed to be a, a Halloween one. And we were the only ones that didn't dress up. Yeah, that was kind of a downer. I didn't know that. And you, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I work with Davina. <laughs> She's my practicum supervisor. It's so Like I did know that. But I told you when you pulled up, it was a hot freaking mess inside my house. And so I was like, I can't. We showed up and Davina's like, so what are you guys supposed to be? And we're like, uh, podcasters. (laughs) (laughs) But that was so much fun. It was really fun. I had um, a margarita and then I just had a truly. Yeah. I drank pumpkin beer. Yes. God, it was so good. Yeah. By a voodoo ranger. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was like it didn't really taste like beer, but it had that little cinnamon kick at the end. It was, and I'm not a beer fan, but I enjoyed it. It was good. And it was tasty. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we have a couple of things, guys, that we want to talk about before we get started. Yeah. Let me just pull out my little list here. Um, do you want anything else to say? Anything else about drunk yoga? Um, Davina put it on. Davina Borges. Yep. Um. She. She own. Pathways to Wellness? No. So Pathways to Wellness um, is owned by Ashley Skinner. Davina is one of the therapists through Pathways. Okay. Um, But she also does yoga classes. Mm -hmm. She's um, certified in yoga and she's also a Reiki master, which is kind of fun. Yeah. I'm here for it. You don't have, you don't see a lot of that um, in our area. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe one day we can convince her to be on here because she, she really is fantastic. Did I tell you she gave me um, little cactus and succulent sticky notes. <laughs> oh, cute. Yeah, because she listened to the first episode and she's like, you made a comment about how you guys need a notebook to write stuff down in. So she got us little oh. cactus stickies to write our thoughts in as we're. Oh, my God. I love that. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, it was a lot of fun. She made it a lot of fun. It was just we played a lot of fun games. She had it well planned out. Yeah. Um, she did an awesome job. I had fun. Yeah. And I'm not a yoga person. No. Nope. Cause I'm not flexible. I don't move at all. No, I'm like i I'm like a statue <laughs> stand still all the time. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun. I, I had a good time. Yeah, no, she's, she's fantastic. And she really, she had a lot of patience cause we were kind of a chatty group. <laughs> I think that was our fault. It was our fault. A hundred percent. But <laughs> She was so patient just standing up there waiting for us to like get our bubbly beer conversations out of the way, I guess. <laughs> No. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Um, over the past, I don't know, I guess three weeks because we were about four episodes in. Yeah. This is our fourth episode. I think over the past three weeks, I've had probably up to seven people contact me telling me that they've listened to the podcast that um we've touched them in some way. I even had, and this means a lot because um a couple of them came from people I went to high school with and everyone hated me in high school. Yeah. Like super hated me in high school. Um I had about what is that? <laughs> is that bacon? <laughs> Do you have bacon on the laptop? <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, people hated me in high school. Um and so for someone from high school to reach out to me and was like, hey. And I think word for word, they said, You um, helped me get out of bed, and leave the house today. Oh my God. And yeah, oh. I know. I'm like oh. trying to hold it in right now. But I mean, I've had almost like about seven messages similar to that. Um, and it's crazy that people are saying that about us. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a handful of people, too, just kind of reach out and just say, Hey, you guys are doing such important work. And it's, it's fantastic. And someone told me, they were like, it's just so amazing to hear two mental health professionals be so normal. Right. It's just to like, we're not robots. No, we're people too. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's, that's truly why we do the work that we do is to touch people. And a lot of times our field is like, we call it a thankless field because we don't always get mm-hmm. to see the outcomes. We just put in the work and hope to God that like our people are reaping benefit from what we do with them. And so it just, yeah. it's so amazing. When people reach back out and they're like, oh, my God, you, you're you really touching me in some way. Yeah. So I don't know. I just thought that was worthy to bring up. Um, so if you've reached out to us, thank you. We yeah. appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Uh-huh. Um, I would. I don't know if Chelsea and I would touch me. <laughs> 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 Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But. I want to keep doing it because sometimes that's just what you need. Well, here's my thing. And I've always said this since I like stepped foot in the mental health field. If I can change one person's world, one person's world, one time, mm-hmm. then I feel like I've done my job. Yeah. And so for this many people to reach out to us just over the last. It's overwhelming. Yeah. It's I mean, how many times... I can't even describe how it feels. No, how many times have you sent me something like, oh my God, I'm like in tears? I know. Mm-hmm. I'll like, I'll send you a screenshot or something, and you're like, oh my God, that gave me chills. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so speaking of, we have someone in our life um who reached out after the Nightmare Bur Proxy episode mm-hmm. last week, um, saying that they have experienced night terrors when they were pregnant. Yeah. And that could just be, you know, your hormones and everything in your life has changed. A huge life change, obviously. You're bringing a human mm-hmm. into the world. Um, when it fucks with your body in all sorts of ways. I mean, like, I've carried two kids. And your hormones and your emotions, like, and even, even your dreams, they're so vivid. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm sure it's like the hormonal imbalances or whatever. But sure. But it's, it's nuts. It does some crazy things to your body. Yeah. Um, so they reached out to us and... They sent us a voice recording, which how fucking brave. Oh my God. Like I was sitting there, I was stirring my potato soup, right? Listening to this voice (laughs) recording chills up and down my body, tears in my eyes. Like to be that vulnerable and open with somebody is just insane. Well, and to me, it's like, that would have been so easy to send over an email or, Mm -hmm. I mean, she straight up recorded that shit and sent it to us in a voice clip i mean, I mean and you could hear it, like her voice was shaking you could hear yes. her crying it was just really really intense and i mean it was quite the story and yeah i'm not gonna go into detail about it because it's not my story to tell well and when um, she's ready when she, when she can on that exactly when she's ready she can own that but yeah well <sighs> if if you're listening this week thank you for trusting us to just to to Talk be too. Yeah. And to have just a tiny, tiny part of your recovery journey. It just, it, it definitely touched me in ways that I can't even begin to describe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was in, I was in tears by the end of that because I I felt how emotional and raw and just honest and open she was. And so if you're listening, thank you. It, it means a lot to M and I that you opened up and you trusted us with that part of your story. Yeah. Wow. Just wow. Um, if you ever want to reach out to us, um, Chels made us an email and I don't know on the top of my head what it is. Do you know? I'm a media person mm-hmm. now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what the email is? Yeah, it's mentalhealthsucks at gmail.com. No underscores or anything. Not a single thing, but our podcast name. Mental Health Sucks. Sucks is S-U-C-C-S at gmail.com. And if you ever just want to shoot us over like a story, like, hey, I've dealt with this before in this capacity. Um, you want to. You know, I don't know. Ask us a question. Say, Mm -hmm. hey, I would like to hear a little bit more of this. Shoot us an email or you can follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram is at mentalhealthsucks, S-U-C-C-S. Um, and you can shoot us a message on there. Or lately I've been posting like little questions on our stories. So you can swipe up and do that too. Just a way for us to interact with the 55 people that listen to us. (laughs) I know. Hey, Italy, whoever you are. (laughs) Yeah, we were, I was looking at our (laughs) like demographics of our listeners. 1% is in Italy. I'm like blows my mind. We are officially Mm. international. Why? Are the Italians listening because to us fucking cool? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it was cool when I saw that I sent Chelsea a picture and I was like, oh, uh, hello, Italy. <laughs> 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 oh, what are you doing there? I don't know. It's cool though. Cause this is kind of like when we started this, this is what we envisioned that it would be is that we'd kind of start touching all these people. And, Um, my mom actually reached out and she's like, Hey, I'd really like to share my story with you, which is crazy to me because I've never actually heard her full story. Yeah. I get snippets. Um, and so she, of just her mental health journey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And probably some other stuff. I mean, she's got some gifts. My mom's a psychic medium. And so that's, you told me that this morning and I've known you for how long (laughs) and you've never told me about this. And here I am like, Ooh, I love ghosties and all this stuff. And you never thought to say Hey, my mom is a medium. Yeah, she channels. She channels. She's channeled for some of my my close friends. Um, She doesn't do it for just anyone. She has a very strong connection with people who've lost people to suicide. So a lot of times she'll walk into a room and she'll know, like, if somebody's contemplating suicide or she'll know if they've lost somebody because she just channels their loved ones. And she's like, oh, my God. And so she's hard to take places because she can't. Such a cool gift to have. She can't control herself so I don't want her talking to random strangers about things. (laughs) I don't take her with me in public. Wow. (laughs) Um, Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we jump on into our spooky episode? I don't think so. I mean, I think I've been crazy busy this week. So how's that been going? Good. I'm just crazy fucking busy. I'm definitely ready for some time. Quit squeaking. I want to be like, sorry, my chair is squeaky. I can't get. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. No. What about you? I mean, I've just been super busy and I haven't really had a lot of time to sit down and. Really just plan out my life. I've also been pretty busy, but. And I want to punch myself in the face for this sometimes, but like I'll text my husband and I'll be like, when I get home from work, I have to do homework, have to do homework and I'll get home and I'll play among us for an hour and scroll on TikTok for three hours and then go to bed. Stop doing that. I can't. <laughs> I'm just a professional procrastinator. So, hey, I don't know. I'm also busy, but that's self-inflicted. Sure. Damn it. That's what we do when we feel like we need to do it all. Watch TikTok and play Among Us. Sure, because our <laughs> brain is like no fucking more, <laughs> like, no more valuable information. So yeah, that's fine. Yeah, no, it's it's been pretty, pretty interesting. I mean, I've been kind of, I've been down a rabbit hole of like checking our podcast every day because it's cool to me to just see how many people are listening. Mm-hmm. So and it's really cool with Anchor, um, which is what we record on. It shows us, like, demographics. So, it's, like, shows us how many people are male or female or don't identify. Um, Which I – can we just talk about that for a second? How fucking cool that it's so inclusive that there's even, like, non-binary on there. Oh, yeah. Just super inclusive. Sorry. I just wanted to point that out because I saw that thing. I was like, yes. I know. I got excited. It's, it's so cool. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into this booty. Do <laughs> <To> this booty. <laughs> Um. So Halloween time is. I want to say every around every year. <laughs> You're excited. Oh my god! I have so many so many things I want to say today. So <laughs> <I'm> excited. <laughs> um, Halloween every year is usually so heavy on my mind just because there's so much cultural appropriation that goes on. Yeah. Um, whether it be costumes well yeah it's costumes Um, and then I know that you have a little little history lesson for us I'm not going to touch much on that right now but um, and a a little a handful of um, examples that I have down Native Americans especially in our area yeah um, Hispanics wearing mm -hmm. sombreros and ponchos Middle Eastern I've seen costumes of people riding camels like Oh, like, I've never seen that. It's just, I don't know. And then you get into the mental health stuff. Do you want to go into mental health? I can. Stigmas. So, yeah. So not only are a number of cultures just (laughs) completely thrown in the backseat and made fun of on Halloween, but so are mental health and mental health illnesses. So, yeah. (sighs) Well, and so that's, that's a lot of like, I told you I fell down a rabbit hole and that was my big rabbit hole. Um So when we think about like the mental health stigma, how many times have you seen someone out there as like the psychopath in a straight jacket with like blood and he mm-hmm. looks all crazy and dangerous? Um, mental patience is another one. Yeah. And I've actually seen this one. And this one offends me just because of my my mental health journey. But there's a costume on Amazon a couple years ago and it was called anorexia. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. And it was literally like a skeleton with a tape measure around it. And so people were going around in this costume of like anorexia, (gasps) which is something I've struggled with my whole life. So to see that as a costume, it's like, fuck you. Like you have no idea. I have goosebumps right now. I, that pisses me. Like I am just like, yeah, what? Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's a really big one just for me because that's part of my story. So to see people take that and make it as it's like a joke to you. Um, I don't think people really realize the mental torture you're under when you're struggling with mental health. Um, And the other thing I put down here uh, is like haunted asylums. Like when you think of like haunted houses, doing like the haunted psych ward and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And really what's happening is we're perpetuating this myth that mental health is scary or that people with mental health disorders are dangerous or violent. Just adding on to the stigma. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's part of where I'm, where I got down to the rabbit holes, like thinking about those costumes and the stigma that they do carry and how that impacts people who are struggling with these disorders. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it bums me out because Halloween is my favorite holiday. And so then I see these costumes. I'm like, man, like you have no idea what it's like for somebody struggling with mental health. And then you're coming out here in your straight jacket, like having fun, give me candy. Yeah. trigger you know? treat. Like it's not a joke. Yeah. It's not a joke. Oh my God. That's fucked. Yeah. So that one's, that one's hard for me. Do you want to go back up to the um, cultural aspect of it and um, share kind of what Halloween was? Um, Yeah. Okay. Go, go for it, girl. (laughs) So Halloween, and this is probably one of my favorite, I hate history, but this is one of my favorite history lessons. Halloween is probably the oldest celebrated tradition. It's over 2000 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a Celtic tradition and it's actually called so Sal Wayne, but it's spelled um, Sam Hain, but it said Sal Wayne. Um, And what that was is they believe that on October 31st, the veil between our world and the spiritual world is thin enough that spirits can cross over into our veil. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what they would do was the, I think it's the Celtics, um, they would build huge bonfires and they wore ghostly costumes to disguise themselves from evil spirits. That way when the spirits did cross over into our veil that they weren't being possessed or taken over so they were protected by their costumes. And get this, they used to carve not pumpkins, but turnips and potatoes. <laughs> How hard would that be? <laughs> I don't know, but it made me so happy. You know, culture's so beautiful. Like just like thinking about where all these things come from or even like look at the Mexican culture of Dia, Dia de los Muertos. I, dia, dia de, dia, dia de los Muertos Close Dia de los Muertos Los Muertos Anyways yeah. Day of the Dead Yes Yes That's mm-hmm. beautiful Because it's celebrating your ancestors Who have crossed over yeah. and And welcoming them back With gifts and their favorite foods And just this whole um, altar for them Yeah It's beautiful I mean I think that um, I believe it's Hispanic culture though And not Mexican culture I'm just gonna throw that out there Okay um, Yeah And the thought of um, all of these different cultures and how they celebrate all these different days. It's like, they're so much more connected to spiritual aspects of their lives. And here we are, we're just like, I'm going to dress up like Michael Myers and go get candy, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know, which I, I kind of love. I love that. We've carried the tradition of like dressing up, but I think there's that piece that we're missing Where, I mean, this, this was a celebration for them. Mm -hmm. It was a celebration historically where, like I said, that veil was thin enough that our ancestors could come back into our realm. Um, And so we've kind of just gotten away from that side of it. And now it just, it is very much just a fun, loving, Mm -hmm. like let's just enjoy ourselves and get free candy. Yeah. I'm curious how we went from potatoes to pumpkins though. That is, (laughs) I mean, I'm sure they were like, oh, wow, this is so much easier. I don't know. I'm probably going to carve a potato this year. Like I do. You, okay. So would it be hollowed out? I did Similar to a pumpkin or do they just like carve the skin off and make faces with the, with the skin? You know no, what i Like the, I, I believe, and I'm not hundred percent certain, but I believe they would hollow them out because they would light them from the inside, um, to scare off demons. Mm-hmm. So they would make these like ghastly, terrifying faces and the turnips and the potatoes and whatever they had on hand because I'm assuming they were growing these things Mm -hmm. Um, and they would put a candle inside to scare off demons so it would be hollowed out I would think so wow so that's some dedication to hollow out a potato no kidding so that's your history lesson oh yeah yeah so do you want to go with like all the stuff you looked up or do you want me to go I can Um, go first I'm just like going back to the mental health of it. Um, I wrote down some pros and cons and I only have one pro <laughs> but some cons of it. Um, obviously, we've already talked about this. Illnesses are not a costume or a mm-hmm. spooky attraction. No, absolutely not. Um, you have to think about the mental health of individuals on Halloween or even around Halloween time. So people with um, seasonal affective disorder, it's also known as SAD, which blows my mind. Why? Just like that, the acronym is so like perfect, perfect for yeah. what these people sometimes experience. Yeah. And if you don't know what that is, it's just a type of depression that's related to the changes in season. And mm-hmm. I mean, this is a perfect time for it. It's yeah, fall. people, you know, they don't want to, they're having anxiety. They have depression. They don't want to get up and answer the door. What if you have really, really bad anxiety, social anxiety, general anxiety, and there's people wearing masks knocking at your door. I mean, you don't know who's under those masks. Right. And, you know, when the big thing that I, I wrote down too, was like individuals who are experiencing active psychosis. Oh yeah. If they're hallucin, if they're having active hallucinations, it's going to be really hard for them to differentiate what's a hallucination and what's reality. And if you're wearing a mask, that just kind of compounds everything that they're experiencing. And it could be really fucking terrifying. Yeah. So that was the one thing I thought I work with a lot of individuals who struggle with schizophrenia or schizoaffective disorder, and they do have active hallucinations. And I had, a couple who were willing to share those with me and the things that they experience when they're hallucinating. Um, it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. So to have someone knocking on your door consistently. And you don't know if it's real or if it's yeah in your head. Yeah. Scary. Um, a pro is that <laughs> um, I was on this website. I can't remember what it is. So I'm so sorry. Um, but they interviewed different people who have different uh, mental disorders and asking them, like, how do you feel about Halloween time? Cool, And that's where a lot of these come from, the sad and the anxiety with answering the door. Yeah. But one person said that it makes them feel welcome because they're, it's finally, it's the one day a year where it's okay to be different. That's really cool. Yeah. So it allows people to be themselves. So I thought that was cool. I guess I haven't thought about it that way. But I haven't either. Yeah. No. Well, and I I think too, um, another, another group of population of people that I think about is people with PTSD. You got people Mm -hmm. continuously banging on your doors and there's Halloween pranks, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and PTSD traditionally people think about that as like combat, right? But post-traumatic stress disorder, you can develop that from any trauma. So depending on what your trauma is, I mean, I've, I've worked with people who have had their homes broken into and they were sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. So then you got people banging on your doors, asking for candy, that can be really terrifying. Um, so, and generally what happens, and I read this, I didn't write down the website, so I'm really sorry, whoever I stole this from, I didn't write it down. Um, but it talks about what's happening in your brain. And it the website was saying that the amygdala is like the emotion center so it's heightened to elicit primal fear when you're struggling with anxiety or post-traumatic stress. Um, it's like the starter response. So if somebody bangs on your door and you jump because mm-hmm. you weren't expecting it, that's just that primal response that the amygdala has for you. However, when you're struggling with something like anxiety, it increases the chance that you're going to end up with an anxiety attack, a panic attack or something more intense than what the typical population would experience. Um, And the, I actually, there was a really cool quote on psych today. Um, They said, make no mistake. Mental illness can indeed be scary for those who experience it, but for those lucky to have their mental health intact, we can make it less scary for them by becoming less scared ourselves. Which I thought was beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, like you said, mental health disorders are not costumes. They're not a joke. I mean, it's not it's not funny to dress up like a psych patient and put yourself in a straight jacket. I don't think it's funny. I mean. No, absolutely not. It's not funny to dress up as an eating disorder. It's not funny to dress up in a straight jacket. It's just. No. Yeah. Because what does that do the rest of the 364 days of the year? People have this idea that mental disorders are just horrifying things that you see on Halloween, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and like you said, I mean, people start to being about to be a joke or again, it just, it perpetuates these myths about mental health, health, that those of us in the field are trying to break down. Like we're trying to talk about the stigma and we're trying to say, it's okay to talk about mental health, but then you have people who dress up and make it really scary and almost criminalize it. And then those of us who actually struggle with our mental health, internally i'm like fuck that i'm not telling anyone that i have anorexia no not when it's a costume and like you're all wearing skeletons and thinking it's a big joke Mm -mm. you know it it just it just exacerbates some of those feelings that we have when we struggle with that stuff um i i actually have a list for you i'm so ready so i have eight tips to have a stigma free halloween (gasps) ah i'm here for it okay give them to me okay the first one is think about your costume Mm -hmm. Don't portray yourself as something um, that culturally appropriates somebody or that classifies mental health as violent or dangerous. Mm -hmm. So really put some thought into your costume this year. And if you are donning one of those costumes that might be a little bit on the not so cool side, don't fucking wear it. Yeah. Pick a new one. Yeah. Be a pumpkin. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Be a potato. Potato um, start a conversation. So if you notice that somebody's wearing a costume, that's a little bit stigmatizing, open up that conversation, kind of find out what their, what their motive was, like what they were shooting for, um, and educate, because that's how we really start to break down the stigma is we have to have those hard conversations and we have to say things like, Hey, that's really not okay. Mm-hmm. Like that bothers me. Um, this one was really cute. Share Halloween trivia with your friends. Oh yeah. Cause you can do that without being a jerk. Um, <laughs> look out for friends at parties. So if you notice that maybe their mental health isn't well, or they're being triggered, grab them and kind of get them out of that situation, figure out what their coping tools are and kind of help them initiate those things. Um, apple bobbing <gasps> real hard to be still <laughs> munch, munch, munch yeah. apple bobbing. You can't really be a dick when your face is in a barrel of apples. It's probably not super COVID friendly, but Yeah. Don't do that this year. Just think about it. This is an old list. Okay. It wasn't from 2020. Clearly. Um, Consider media triggers. So like if you're having a movie night with your friends, you definitely want to be aware of some of those triggers. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you have friends who have struggled with trauma, maybe talk to them beforehand. Don't watch a movie with rape scenes. Don't watch a bunch of violent abuse and torture. Yeah. Um, But just to be very conscious of what people around you who have experienced and try to acknowledge their triggers like for me loud noises is a trigger and i can watch scary movies all day long but i still like when adam shuts the car door too loud i jump so just to be conscious of that um big halloween treats together um and the tip number eight was have fun have fun and um in a not dickhead way that's really funny you say it. chelsea's extra special tip was don't be a dick <laughs> Chelsea's extra special tip, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. It takes all of us to crush the stigma of mental health. Mm-hmm. So so really what I'm asking people, and you can jump on board with this or you can tell me it's stupid, but what I'm asking our listeners is to be part of the change, not part of the problem. Yeah. And if you don't want to be, that's fine too. I mean, you do you, but I'm here to be part of the change. And I, I'll i admit there have been times where like, I dressed up in ways that was probably not super culturally appropriate. Yeah. But I think that once you're aware that, you know, it should be happening, it's after that, that matters, you know? Yeah. Are you aware and you are being woefully ignorant or then you're a dick. I mean, yeah. Then, then you just she, keep doing it. Then you're just being a jerk. <sighs> yeah. It's some good stuff. Yeah. I told you, I fell down that rabbit hole and I was like, I love Halloween. <laughs> and then I got sad because I was like, Oh man, like, you, you just don't think about stuff like this all the time when you think about Halloween because it is very fun-loving and it is very much like, yeah. let's just go out and go trick-or-treating. But then you've got individuals who struggle with mental health and it's hard. I mean, another one I think about a lot, actually, um, people who struggle with autism and what that must be like to try to... To try to go door-to-door and trick-or-treat. So I think really like young people. But yeah, just what they must experience too. I agree. You know what else October is? What? It's Down Syndrome Awareness Month. Oh, yeah! Um, Auntie Emily. Yes. I have a niece who has Down Syndrome. And she is my world i love her she's so cute she's so fucking cute oh my but god but you brought up autism and um i'm thinking about I've, <laughs> I've seen a lot of movies recently and i think one was even like a Halloweeny movie like a spooky one but um a lot of times in these movies our word is used and oh it, i hate that word but it's yeah. it's I think this movie was set, like, it was supposed to be, like, in the 70s or something. I don't know. Right. Um, and, I mean, another movie that I saw in was, have you seen Peanut Butter Falcon? No. I think I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it yet. Shia LaBeouf. Uh, yeah, I've heard of it. Um, And he is trying to get away from, like, these dangerous men, whatever, runs into this young man with Down syndrome and he's like, all right, fine, I'll, I'll take you with me. And it's just our journey together, and it's so, so sweet. But the R word is used a lot in that movie. But I don't know, you said autism, and it reminded me of um, everyone who has um, intellectual um, disabilities like that. And especially during Halloween, I mean, just don't be a dick on Halloween. If you yeah. see someone out trick-or-treating and they're clearly special needs, like – Don't go out of your way to, I don't know. Anyway, so my sister had posted something on Facebook about the R word and I really liked it. So I'm just going to read the post. Beautiful. So anyways, so it says the word retarded, single-handedly makes fun of an entire community that would never do the same to you. It hurts people's feelings. It makes people feel so uncomfortable. So why would you still say it? Let's go through a few scenarios. Number one, it's not a big deal. I've always said that. It's not a big deal to you, but it's a big deal to the 6.5 million people in the United States who have an intellectual disability and their loved ones who feel like they have been punched in the gut because they hear the word retard. Number two, oh, I didn't mean it like that. I wasn't talking about your child. I don't care who or what you were talking about. You are implying that something or someone, you are implying that something or someone was or is stupid or not worthy. I know that the things that my child has as far has so far and has in her future to overcome. This child is different than yours, but she's so freaking amazing and stronger than you'll ever know. Number three, why is everyone so sensitive these days? Everyone has to be so politically correct. It isn't about being sensitive or politically correct. It is about showing respect. We don't walk around calling people four eyes or pizza face, nor is it okay for you to use hate words that target different minority groups, such as the N word, Um, the F word. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how you really. Yeah, these words, the words are typed out, but they're starred. So um, any derogatory word towards another group of people. Yeah, I don't understand how using the word retarded is okay for anyone. It's no different than those words. Number four, isn't it a medical term? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Mental retardation should no longer be used in the medical world. It has been replaced with a diagnosis of intellectual or developmental disability. If you look up the word retarded, it's now listed as a dated and offensive. So just a little reminder. Love it. And that doesn't, that's just not for Halloween. I mean, it's something for you to remember for your whole life. Yeah. But just remember that everyone is listening. If you have a kiddo and you say it, guess who's going to say it Mm -hmm. and go to school and teach your friends. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Kids are like little fucking sponges. Yeah. Anyways, just your daily reminder to not be a dick. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of a, I mean, it wasn't as, I don't feel like this one is as funny as we normally. No, but it's something that needs to be said. I mean if I could tell you how many girls I see on my Instagram that dress up as native Americans. um, Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, why are you dressing up as that? Do you have years and years and years of historical generational trauma? Oh, you don't probably not take off the suede skirt and the headdress then. But I look real cute with the makeup on the face. Yeah. Whatever. And I, you know, I, I get it. I get the desire to want, to want to just be like super cute. And, you know, I've, I've seen people try to make even some of these mental costumes cute. Like I, there, I was at a Halloween party one year and this, this girl was a psych patient and she was in a quote unquote straight jacket, but she had just tied like a corset around her top and like a really tight little white skirt. And she had blood all over her and like baggy eyes and wild hair. um, And she was, super attractive. So I mean, like she looked super good, but at the end of the day it's like that's really not what it's about. Mm-hmm. There is no such thing. Okay, that's false. But I don't know how to say this without being a really big jerk. There should not be such a thing as a slutty psych patient. There shouldn't, yeah. Like there's yeah. there's no reason to make something like that. Like one of those quote-unquote slutty costumes. Yeah, you know, and I again, I go back to the anorexia. I can't believe that was a thing. Yeah. Is this still on Amazon? I don't know. Wow. I'll look while you keep talking. Yikes. Now you're putting me on the spot and I'm <laughs> feeling a little anxious. If, if I can um, find a picture, we'll put it on the Instagram. Yeah. Because it, it really is. Um, yeah, there. See? It's like this tight, tight, tight little dress and it's black and it's got a little skeleton and she's got a tape measure around her waist. That is disgusting. Yeah. Oh, and she's slutty too. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Is there, yeah, it's, it's just a way of, and I don't want to just put this on females who are wearing slutty costumes. I mean, there are definitely, oh, no, of course not. Definitely men who have appropriated some of this stuff too. But this costume, it caused a lot of controversy on Amazon when they were selling it. Um, you want to be a skeleton, be a skeleton. Don't be a mental disorder. I mean, there's, there's just a very big difference between being a skeleton and being anorexia. Yeah. It's like, what are you trying for? You know? Yeah. It's where are your intentions? Well, and I think too, I mean, clearly they don't struggle with that. So they don't understand. Um, and I I try which is why we're doing this episode. Yeah. To enlighten and again break down that stigma. Yeah. But I just I get to this point where I, I try to put myself in their shoes. And when you look at it, it is cutesy and it's probably a little bit silly and funny until you meet somebody who struggled with that or you struggle with it yourself. And then you're like, shit, this is not funny. Mm-hmm. Cause I'll tell you right now, my eating disorder was not funny. Like I joke about it now, but that's how I cope with it. Humor is a way that I kind of like disregard some of those really painful things that I've experienced. Um, but you can ask anybody in my family. It's not fucking funny. Mm-mm. So that's what I struggle with anyway, moving on. Well, this episode wasn't um, probably not what anyone was thinking. I know. Because we're like, oh, a spooky. <laughs> <laughs> and then we talk about um, don't be a dick when you're dressing up for Halloween. Do you have anything spooky that you want to share? Well, I was going to say, if we want to tie this into being spooky, I mean, uh, I lost it. It might come back. I have something spooky. Okay, share your spooky. So I'm convinced that there is a ghosty in my apartment. Um, I've talked about it a couple times on here. Uh huh. Um, and I, I think it was on our last podcast, right? The witch cackle. Yeah, the witch cackle. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So the night that it released, so that was Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Tuesday night, I had a dream about this. Chris, my husband and I were sitting on the couch. Sorry, this is my fingers <laughs> just cracking all of our bones. No um uh, <laughs> Chris and I were sitting on the. I'm looking at a spider web dangling from the ceiling. Stop! Why do you always find like the weird little fucking bugs or like <laughs> <The> spider webs?
1: <laughs> Leave um, them
0: alone, Emily. So my husband and I were sitting on the couch, okay, <laughs> and um, I saw like our curtains moving or something like that, and I look at him and I'm like, <sighs> I'm telling you that there's something in this house. And he's like, No, there's not. I was like, look, I'm gonna try and talk to it and I'll show you. Ooh, so I was straight spoody. up uh, so spoody. <laughs> and so I was like, if you are doing that, can you please just open the curtains completely and open up the window? Stop. And it did. No. yeah. So then did you video it? It was a dream. Oh. <laughs> did you forget it was a dream? I did. <laughs> no, this is a dream. I was gonna say video where it didn't happen. <laughs> no, so then. Um, I always said, I've been saying, like, oh, because my dog, she, like, plays with herself. Like, she'll throw her toy for herself and go get it. Right. And she'll attack it. But now I'm like, she's never done that at my mom's house or my sister's house. So I was like, why is she doing it here? Maybe it's because it's her home and she's more comfortable. Whatever. Um, But I've been saying the ghost is probably playing with her. Yeah. And, like, dogs can see it. Well, yeah, dogs... Babies. Dogs, babies, and the elderly people like right before they pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're most sensitive to spirits. Spirits. So in this dream, Lucy was playing with herself and I was like it, I was like, are you playing with my dog? If you are, can you flicker this lamp? And the lamp flickered. And so I was like, mm-hmm, told you, Chris. And then it like <sighs> this is where it gets stupid. <laughs> it sent me a text. <laughs> like <laughs> I had my phone out. I was like, Hey, it's the ghost. <laughs> hey, what W Y D. Um, <laughs> so I was like, here's my phone type something out for me. And so it typed out and it said, um, I can't think of what the name is now. I think it was like Ricardo or Richard or something. It was like this person killed me. <gasps> and it's like, okay, we live in this apartment on the college campus. It can't be that hard to look into the history and find out someone's been here. So the rest of my dream was like me, like looking into it. I don't remember if I found an answer or not. Anyways, so then I go to work the next day. Is this not the dream? This is this is is real life. Okay, go to work the next day. I'm taking my temp because we have to screen for COVID, and Shyla, our other coworker, comes in. And she goes, Hey girl. Hey, I know you listen in. She does. I know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So she comes in and she, cause she had listened to the podcast the night before and she goes, Oh my God, you will not believe this. I was like, what? And she's mm-hmm. like, I had a dream that me, you and Chelsea went ghost hunting in your apartment. <laughs> I was like, you have got to be kidding me. I had a dream about, I had a dream about the ghost too. And so mm-hmm. we are both having dreams about my ghosty. Oh my God. I don't know so i have now that you say that super spoody that is spoody (laughs) i have a friend who i've known forever and ever and ever um and we've recently just kind of reconnected but they kind of reminded me um when i lived in like these little apartments next to the college out in colorado where i went to school um and he asked me he's like do you remember when your dog used to bark at the closet?" And she would. She would just sit there and, like, growl and bark inside the closet. I was like, fuck, I totally forgot about that. But she did. She hated my closet. Um, and I I told you guys I went ghost hunting. Last week. Uh-huh. Um, and they reminded me. They're like, do you remember that little girl that, like, came home with you from the cemetery? And I was like, fuck, I totally forgot. But there was, like, I swear to you. I swear to you there was a little girl that, like, attached herself to me and my friend when we came home mm-hmm. from ghost hunting one night. And she was... It was just like this little girl and she didn't feel evil or scary or anything weird like that, but just lonely, just wanted to come home maybe. And so we just let her
1: let hang her, out,
0: let her hang. Ooh, spooky! Yeah. Well, and as you're like talking about your dreams, I watched this movie on recommendation from said friend. Um, and I'm not saying their name just in case they're like weird about yeah. having their name out there. Um, but they were like, you need to watch the movie shadow people. And it's on Amazon Prime. And I was like, okay, because it's Halloween. Um, And I've also seen it. It was either on TikTok or, like, Facebook or something. I've seen it somewhere else. Um, And so I watched it. And that's what your dream makes me think of. It's pretty creepy. So Shadow People, it's essentially, um, I don't remember the culture. So I really don't want to, after we just talked about cultural appropriation, like, Mm -hmm. I really don't want to fuck it up. But it's essentially this belief that there are these shadow people who come to you when you're asleep and they basically steal your soul and you die. So you're welcome. I have not heard of, but it sounds good. Mm-hmm. I gave it a solid seven out of 10 because I fell asleep when I was watching it. <laughs> well, so clearly for, I for was. What, for what you saw, it was okay. Oh, yeah, I gave it a solid seven out of 10. Well, that was our spoody episode. Yeah. I was our Halloween episode. It might not have been really? as, <laughs> might not have been as booty as we <laughs> wanted it to be, but, um, but it's full of information that you need to know, or maybe you need to find out how to talk to your friend about, Hey, I'm feeling comfortable with this um, costume. And, um, so I think really, I mean, what I want to leave it at um, and you can like tell me if I'm being too much of an asshole, but it, truthfully, I mean, check your costume if you're dressing up as any of these things that are perpetuating any sort of stereotype about mental health, or if you're culturally appropriating an entire population of people, fucking change your costume. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you have plenty of time to decide to be something different. Yep. So that's, yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. Um, for our quote this week, I wanted to find something with the word scared in it because it's spooky. <laughs> <Booty. laughs> so I found something by Atticus and the quote is she was powerful, not because she wasn't scared, but because she went on so strongly despite the fear. I love, 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 love. Yep. Because it, it makes me think of everyone out there who's struggling with their mental health in any capacity mm-hmm. and how every day we wake up and we decide we're going to fight our demons every day. It's a choice every single day when you wake up Yep. and it's scary and it sucks because you don't know what your mental state is going to be that day, but you, you do it anyway. Yep. So there was that for you. Love it. Sorry. I've had a lot of alcohol today. And so I'm a little yum. Brippy. Burpee. Um, you got anything else? I think that's all I have. All right. Well, I'm here for it. Okay. All right. Well, we will see you next week. Don't forget to water yourself and water your friends. And don't dress up like a dick for Halloween. Don't be a dick. Don't be a fucking dick. Yep. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.